0: Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I am your teacher, Amy Bowe, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. I believe the quality of our cycles determines the quality of our training and lives. And I believe lifting weights, knowing our cycles and training with them is the future of women's training. Each week on the podcast, myself and other professionals will talk about how to know your cycle, eat to support your physiology and training, and how to train smart so you can finally get the results that you want in your training. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. Warrior Woman, this is episode 63 of the podcast. Today we're going to talk about building your training foundation. I am on day 19 of my cycle and I'm sitting here in the sunshine in the north Uh, and this episode was really birthed from a project that I have started this week, a little project which I think is going to be a big project uh, which I am super excited about. So I am writing a guidebook or a manual on training for women. Uh, Think like building your foundation, this guidebook. You know, I want it to be like a a breakthrough training guide for women who want results in their training uh, and teach them how to build their training foundation, have more energy and get results, which eventually I want it to be a book, (laughs) which is a bit of a bigger project. But this is the start. Now, I just want to start by saying I don't know everything about training. Uh, I'm still learning. Yes, I'm a teacher and I'm a coach and I've been doing it for, you know, a good part of 10, 12 years. Uh, And I have been extremely lucky on the teacher front. Over the last 9 or 10 years, I have learnt from very excellent teachers. And one of the things that they all taught me was how to build this strong training foundation. So I don't know everything about training and I'm still learning, but I do know how to build a strong foundation to train in a way that supports our nervous system, gives us energy and gets results. So I've spent the time over the last nine years experiencing for myself what they've taught me. You know, the processes and the methods, uh, building this strong, capable, resilient body, building this foundation of training that has allowed me to, you know, specialize in Olympic lifting. Um, now I'm just exploring handstands. And so today I want to talk about building your training foundation, why that's important, what would be in it, uh, and where are we going to start? Okay, so yesterday when I was writing a plan for the book, I asked myself, well, what do I write about? (laughs) Um, Because there's so much that we could write about. And what came up for me is that we feel lost and disconnected from our body, but we know that there's something that we could do about it. But we're super tired and confused because maybe we aren't sleeping well. As our two-year-old hasn't been a fan of sleeping for two years, or maybe we wake up at 2 a.m. every friggin' night in hot sweats, thanks perimenopause, and so we feel a bit stuck because whatever, you know, we've been doing, it won't work, and we still feel, you know, disconnected and lost, And now we feel like we don't have a good understanding of actually how to train for us, you know, which has created this disconnection around exercise or really the health world because we feel like we can't get results, you know, we don't have energy. Um, So, first thing, you aren't alone. Pretty much all the women that I work with feel this way uh, when we start our work together. It's super common, Uh, it's the result of the fitness industry the culture that's been created that you know don't that it doesn't teach us to build this foundation so when uh, i was injured and i had my chronic back pain in 2012 2014 i started working with a trainer who specialized in rehabilitation he was really strict very innovative dedicated and very unconventional uh, you know just he he became my trainer, my teacher, my mentor, but mostly my really good friend, and we worked together for over five years. But when we started our work together, I remember being so weak that I couldn't even lift a twenty kilo bar off the ground. Uh, I didn't. I was really scared to train. I didn't trust my body. You know, I didn't understand my body. I didn't really know how to move. I didn't know how to train. So in those first 12 months, he taught me how to build my training foundation. Uh, Sure, our focus was building this healthy, strong spine, but it was how we did this that taught me so much about training. You know, we can say yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna build a healthy, strong spine, but what does that mean? You know, if we think about I want to get a pull up or a push-up or a pistol squat, okay, but like how do we actually get there? Well there's like a process and a method, but the process and the method is just one part of a training foundation. So when we started our work together in 2014, this is what I really learned, you know, especially in these first 12 months was how to actually train you know the how we don't get taught how we don't get taught about the processes and the methods um you know how we listen to our body how we create awareness uh the feedback the body gives us all of these things that make up a really strong training foundation so he taught me my how to build a training foundation and then years after that our work together became, you know, building this strong, resilient and capable body on this training foundation. So this is what I've really learned over the last nine years is how to build a training foundation. And I think that's where we get stuck with our training. I think that's why so many of us actually can't get the results that we want is we. It's because we don't have a training foundation. <laughs> so I want to write this manual because I want to help you build a training foundation one that supports, you know, uh, that works with your body, gives you energy, helps you feel strong, and supports your life. So when I talk about a training foundation, what am I talking about? Okay, so I was thinking uh, yesterday about... All the things my training foundation has in it, like what I've learned over the last nine years and working with my coach back in 2014, what he taught me. So what does my training foundation have in it? It has a process and a method. So whether we have a goal to do a pull-up, a push-up, a pistol squat or a handstand, there is a process and there is a method, a system So in that system, there are steps that we need to take to earn the movement. Now, for those of you who know me and know my work, that word is not something I would normally use, especially I would never use it when it comes to food. We do not have to earn our food, but I believe that we do have to earn our movement. Uh, If we want to have healthy, resilient, capable bodies... Uh, if we want to progress in our training, if we want to do it safely efficiently uh we need to earn the movement. basically, we have to put the work in and build it you know so let's have a look at the pull up so that's a super common goal for females and so when I work with females and I say like what like why do you train and and what are some goals? And they'll say, I want to train to get like get strong, to feel stronger. I want to be able to do a pull-up. Okay, so we'll look at the pull-up because it's a super common goal. So if we want to do a pull-up, we need to be able to hang on a bar. Hanging sits at the base of a pulling movement. So it develops shoulder, elbow, wrist health and develops our overhead range. So when we put our arms overhead, hanging is developing that range. Think of it as, you know, a lot of us are closed. We have forward shoulders. But when we hang, it's stretching all the tissue. So it's opening up that range. Why is that super key? Well, we need to open up that range uh, so we, then we can have healthy shoulders and engage all the tissues, you know, all the muscles around uh, to be able to do the movement. So hanging sits at the base of a pulling movement. So if we have a deficiency in hanging work, like we don't hang, uh, then we don't have a base of the pulling movement. We actually don't deserve to do pull-ups because this is why we get stuck really early on. We're unable to develop even a single pull-up or we need the use of like bands or we kip because again... Uh, we don't have this, we don't have the first step. It's kind of like when you're baking, you know, there are like instructions uh, and steps you need to follow for the cake to turn out. And I'm not a baker. I'm more of a Jamie Oliver chuck, whack all the vegetables in a pan, whack the chicken in, whack, whack, whack. Uh, But that's why I really suck at baking Uh, but in my training, I understand that you need to follow the recipe. You need to follow the, you know, you need to have the ingredients list and all those ingredients then make up the cake. All those ingredients then make up the movement. So the hanging is like the key ingredient for the cake. The hanging is the key ingredient for the pull-up. If you can't hang on a bar, you shouldn't be doing pull-ups. Now, I'm not saying that We can't work on them together, but hanging is the foundation of the pull-up. So if we don't hang, this is why we get stuck early on and we're not even able to develop one single pull-up. Again, a very common problem with females. Not a lot of females can do pull-ups. Not a lot of females can do pull-ups really well and not a lot of females can do more than one. Or we get injured because we actually haven't worked on the hanging. So after we've done the hanging work, we then need to learn how to articulate and stabilize the scapula, so our shoulder blades, how to activate them, how to depress them, how to retract them, how to activate all the tissue around our scapula, you know, our traps, uh, our lats, our rhomboids, all of those muscles. And after this, we then need to build it progressively. So, you know, there are steps that we take to actually build a pull-up doing a top of pull-up hold, doing negatives, doing feet-assisted pull-ups, uh, doing certain accessory exercises with certain qualities and standards. And then eventually we can do a pull-up. But we've created that foundation then for future complexity. So eight years ago, I couldn't do one pull-up, I, but I followed the processes and the methods taught to be by my coach And I earned the right to do pull-ups. Today, I can do many. Uh, I don't even have to train it and it's just there. And I actually don't train the pull-up very often because it's laid the foundation for me to do more complex movements. You know, pulling on a rope, doing muscle-ups, things that are more complex than a basic pull-up. You know, I can hang on a bar for two minutes. Again, I don't have to train it as it's there because I put in the work initially to build the foundation. So think of a pyramid. You know, you have to build the foundation, lay the foundation like a house, and then you can build on top of that. And a house has, you know, that foundation, and then we add the wood, and then we add the plaster, and then we had, you know, all of these things that we're layering. That's how we need to look at layering our training practice. So, you know, if I've done that, you know, I know that I have healthy shoulders. You know, I'm strong. I can do, I can do the pulling movement. So then it opens up this possibility for my training practice. Uh, you know, I can do more complex things because I have that foundation. So the first piece in a training foundation is: Do I have a process and a method? Am I following a system? Am I building a foundation within that movement? The second piece in a training foundation is a system for feedback. So a question that I uh, was asked or they asked me when I posted about writing this book was, how do you know if it was a good workout? You know, great question. Um, but we need a system for feedback you know we need to know if what we're doing is working and how do we know that so what is our system of feedback well it can be internal and it can be external so internally like what is our body telling us what are we feeling Uh externally what are we seeing you know whether that's a coach watching you, you filming yourself, um, whether it's being uh, tested on other people, you know, this process and this method and this way. So like I said, you know, I got taught by amazing teachers over the last nine or ten years. They taught me a process and a method that they were taught from their teachers. And it was tried, you know, again and again. It was tested. And so over time... You know, this system of feedback was created because of this testing, this trying. And that's passed down through coach and student. So if we look at, like, the pull-up, you know, we need a system of feedback for that, uh, both internally and externally. Like, how does it feel? And then externally, a system of feedback might come when we're looking at, like, tracking our training, So maybe we're looking at the time and the sets and the reps. Uh, You know, where the body's giving us feedback. We've increased our hang time from 10 seconds to 20 seconds to 30 seconds. So we know that it's working. You know, then we can do no feet assisted, maybe for 10 or 20 seconds. Uh, Externally, you know, we get cued on technique, sequencing, position by a coach. So that's the second uh, thing in my training foundation is I have a system for feedback. So I work with a coach. And at the moment, I'm focusing just on handstands. So I film my handstands, I send them to my coach, and he gives me feedback on my position and on my line. That's a system of feedback. Some days I just film myself and I look at my line. Uh, Other days I don't film and I'm just paying attention, you know, how does it feel, what did I learn from the last handstand, okay, what do I need to focus on for the next handstand, that's a system of feedback and when we start listening to our body and connecting to our body, we develop this system for feedback. The second, the third thing that we need is awareness of my practices, so my behaviors in and around my training So to have a good training foundation to progress, to get the results that we want, we have to have awareness of our behaviors in our training. So do I have my phone with me all of the time? Am I looking at my phone or looking at social media when I should be focusing on my training practice? Am I looking at emails? Do I have one of those stupid Apple watches on that shows the messages all the time that come through? which I hate. I hate those watches. (laughs) For those of you who know me, you know that I'm not a counter of anything. I was actually baking banana bread last night, and I said to Carson, well, hopefully it turns out because, you know, I just make it up. Uh, And he's like, well, you should just follow the recipe. You know, when you bake, you actually have to follow the recipe. And I was like, nah. I don't. I just make it up, and I hopefully that it works. And then I said to him, I've never been a counter. Like I've never counted, you know, calories, my weight, macros. Um, Never wore one of those watches. I don't count my steps. Uh, And so, you know, what are your practices in your training? Yeah? Are you showing up? Are you doing the work? Are you fully present? In the practice, are you paying attention to what the body's telling you? Uh, or are you distracted? Are you trying to do five other tasks while you're training? Uh, what are your behaviors like around your training? You know, do you have good practices set up to support your training, to support you to progress and get the results? And those practices could look like, you know, your food, your food foundation, your recovery practices, Uh, So think about, you know, be aware of your practices in your training. So what are you doing in the actual practice, whether it's like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour or two? You know, are you paying attention? Are you fully engaged and present? And then be aware of your practices around your training. You know, what are your behaviors around and are they actually supporting your training? Then uh, number four is a good coach. I believe you need a good teacher. This is, uh, again, what's missing in the health and fitness world. A good teacher. (laughs) And like I said, I've been so lucky to have amazing teachers over the last nine years. And those teachers have taught me all about the processes and methods, how to build this strong, resilient, capable body, how to listen to my body, uh, how to tailor my training if you know based on how I feel or the feedback that the body's giving me how to rehab an injury Uh, so I believe you need a good coach you need a good teacher and the best way I can describe it is you know I worked with my coach for five years building this training foundation and then he taught me how to Olympic lift and so then I specialized in Olympic weightlifting and we built you know, this foundation within Olympic weightlifting and I specialized in it. Uh, and then now I'm working with another coach that who we're just focusing on hand balancing right now, you know, to increase my hand balancing work capacity. The reason why you can go and like you can specialize in these things is because you've built this foundation. Uh, the other day, one of my warrior women asked a question around You know, I feel like I'm still so far off from achieving like a handstand or a pistol squat. Do you think I'm spreading myself too thin with my goals? She uh, does four days of programming a week. We do, you know, an upper body day, lower body day, a handstand day, uh, and then a bit of a mixture on her fourth day. And I really love this question that she asked because we can have these goals you know, to achieve these things, whether it's maybe, you know, how we feel or how we look or a certain skill that we want to do. Uh, And she was asking me whether she should just focus on one thing, you know, just building out her pistol squat. And so what I told her was we need to build a foundation first. So it doesn't mean we can't work towards the goal, But like we looked at with the pull-up, there are steps that we need to take. We need to develop the system. You know, we need to develop your whole training foundation. So it's not just the actual training, the process, and the methods. We need to look at, you know, the awareness of your practices, uh, your behaviors in and out of training. You know, we need to build this system of feedback for you. We need to spend time building the base of your pyramid uh, before we go off and, You know, maybe work on a particular thing or specialize in something. Okay, what else do we need? Uh, Well, or some other things that are in my training foundation, training with my cycle. So over the last five, six years, I started to track and train with my cycle. So that has become a key piece in my training foundation. You know, our hormones change and that affects like how we feel, our energy, how we use food as fuel, how we recover. And I think knowing your cycle is a key piece in your training foundation. Then uh, listening to my body is also in my training foundation. So do I listen to my body? You know, what is my body telling me? Uh, What are the messages that it's sending me? Do I have healthy regular cycles that arrive on time? Do I have energy? Am I recovering? All of these are messages that my body is sending me and I need to be listening to my body. If I don't listen to my body, uh, I am not creating any connection with it. There's no trust there. Uh, then I don't really know if my training practice is working for me or supporting me. So you know, do you listen to your body? Uh what is it telling you? Then a couple of the a couple of the other ones are uh, consistency. So consistency is in my training foundation. Uh that first 12 months after I had my back injury. All I did pretty much was learn how to articulate my spine again. I did so many Uh, hollow bodies, midline uh, stability exercises. Uh, I did a lot of flexibility, mobility stuff, but all of it wasn't very sexy. It was actually really boring. (laughs) And this is also where we get stuck is we want to do the sexy thing. You know, we want to hop on that spin bike six times a week, sweat it out in a dark, loud room for 50 minutes a day. Uh, But... One, that's super stressful on your nervous system and my worst nightmare. Um, But that's the sexy stuff. You know, no one wants to do flexibility or mobility. No one wants to develop their hang because that's not sexy. You know, the foundations, this process and this method earning these movements, it seemed as not sexy. And when it's not sexy, we don't really have the motivation to do it. So it becomes really inconsistent. So the thing that we actually need to do the most, we don't really want to do because it's not as as, as exciting as doing the sexy stuff. Yeah, but if you haven't built the foundation, if you haven't like created like, uh, the best way I can describe it is Ido Portal, who's like... You know, think of the umbrella that I talk about. He's like, you know, the, the top of the umbrella in the training world or the movement world. And he talks about his process is uh, isolate, integrate, improvise. So if you think about, you know, when we're building this training foundation and we're trying to build this strong, resilient, capable body, first we need to isolate. So this is like building our foundation, hanging, looking at our shoulder health, our scapular. You know, if we want to build our squat, can we actually sit in the bottom of a passive squat? Can we do single leg stuff? Can we get deep knee flexion? You know, do we have the ankle range? You know, have we actually earned the right to put a bar of weight on our back? If we can't sit down in the bottom of a passive squat, you haven't earned the right to load up the bar and do this squat with terrible technique. Uh, you haven't earned it because you haven't earned the range. So you want to think about it like isolating. First, I need to isolate, yeah? And I need to like build build this strength, build this stability. And then I can start to integrate it, you know, into, into my training, uh, into my training practice. And then uh, the third piece is like this improvisation you know, that what you've developed, you can then go and, you know, pretty much do anything and you're improvising uh, and you can move like efficiently, safely, effectively. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of the best way I can describe it. When we're talking about consistency, the reason why so many of us have trouble with consistency, well, there's a few reasons. Uh, Mostly, you know, we're doing it for the outcome or the result, you know, the weight on the bar, the weight loss, the calories burned. Uh, So that is uh, not really helpful, I don't think. (laughs) Sure, it might create consistency because we're after this goal or this number, uh, but to create like a strong consistency in a practice uh, forever we need to shift away from that, you know, into the practice needs to be joyful. I, you need to love, you know, what you're doing. You need to enjoy the process and the method. You need to be curious about, like, what it taught you today. You know, what did training teach me today? What did I learn about my body? Then the last two probably are, you know, in my training foundation, nourishing my body and recovering well. So, you know, we need to be fueled properly to train well. We need to be nourished and then we need to recover well uh, from that training. So when we build our training foundation on proper processes and methods, it really builds trust with our body and it gets us results. And there is something I think really cool about trusting your body Uh, It opens up possibilities. So I have a question or a few questions to finish. If you think of your training foundation, you know, what is in your training foundation? Do you have a training foundation? Then how might having a training foundation help you with your goals? And how might following a process and method help your training? I want to really think about it. I want you to think about, you know, your relationship to training, why you train, and then really look at this training foundation and ask yourself these questions: that how might having a training foundation help with your goals? You know, and following this process and method, which is the long way home. You know, it's the slow way. It takes time, but You'll always have it. Like I said, you know, it will always be there. And how would that feel if you had this solid training foundation that built trust with your body, that built this connection, and you were really confident in your body? I'm going to leave you with those questions. And one thing I would like to ask of you before you go is if I was to write this book, And what do you want to know? You know, after listening to this episode and listening to me talk about, you know, looking at training from a different perspective, asking yourself these questions, thinking about this training foundation, what would you like to see in the book? I would love if you uh, let me know either on a DM on my Instagram or by email. My email is amy at amykatebow.com. Okay, Warrior Woman, thanks for connecting in today. You can listen to these episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Bye for now. Hey, Warrior Woman, I've created something very cool. Warrior School. Do you feel like you can't get the results that you want in your training? You don't know how to eat to support your training and cycle. And do those irregular or painful cycles actually stop you from training? I've worked with hundreds of women and have had thousands of conversations and most have struggled with at least one of these things. Some or three for years, sometimes even decades. Warrior School was birthed from what I have learned and experienced myself over the last 13 years about training, food, and the menstrual cycle. It's an individual coaching program and online community for women who want to get strong and learn how to train with their cycle. So if you're feeling lost and disconnected from your body, if you're feeling tired and confused, and... You feel like you don't have a good understanding in how to train for you. I'm here to tell ya that there's something you can do about it. Warrior School teaches you how to train smart to get results. You will learn to understand what works for you and it will feel really bloody good to train. I will also teach you how to eat to support your metabolism, training and cycle. Join this community of women who lift weights, track their cycles, and train with them.